Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. You think we should let him? <laughs> should let them what? Leia. We were just... Letting the Ewoks cook the enemy? We just got here. Well, were you going to stop them? Of course. Uh, maybe. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I am Ryan, who did Slawoski, joined by Ben, who did not Fowler, and Tim, who did not try Hannon. Afternoon, everybody. <laughs> afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this week on Stabcast, a little bat rep, a big bat rep, and a teaching bat rep. A look at worlds and a lot more. So when I originally wrote notes for this, I had not played any games. But then we changed our <laughs> record date, and I was like, "Woo!" Because I got to play in an RPQ this weekend. Hooray. I also got to play in an RPQ this weekend. I got to not play. I did not. I, I did not. No, that's that's sad. Um, this RPQ, unlike my last RPQ, I got to play three different names. Yay! So, they weren't all named Michael, but still one of them was named Michael. So, <laughs> And did you play any Knoxville people? I did not play any Knoxville Hooray! people. Hooray! It's the benefits of us it, going to opposite sides of the country. That's right. That's what it takes. <laughs> in fact, in my event, I played against three other people from three different states. Amazing. That's so ridiculous. I love this game. <laughs> I love it. All right. So before I get started, let me sing the praises of the venue. Mighty Meeple in Concord, North Carolina. It's just a suburb just north of Charlotte. I mean, it's in the downtown mix of all that stuff. Was fantastic. Um, take a look at the photos I put on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook over the weekend. It's a great location, and it's right across from Concord Mills. It's right near the Roush Racing Testing Center. Like cool. this is in the heart of NASCAR country. Well, that's fun. Um, the mall is fantastic. I mean, it's busy. There's hotels everywhere. There's food everywhere. You couldn't throw a rock from Mighty Meeple without hitting a food place. Nice. Oh, it was it was it was great. We all now know why Ben is motivated to play Legion. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. So, well, yeah. Listen, so the only reason why I travel to play games with you guys is because we <laughs> eat really well. <laughs> but Ben, we do. did it have did it have a golf course? Uh yes, very close. Oh, I'm sold that I'm good. I, I, I could have gotten you a golf course within probably five miles. Yes. I love it. Like it, it's like, and the, and the store itself is fantastic. the The layout is great. It is super clean and well put together. The play space was gigantic. I mean, the rent they're playing this place, I could only imagine. I mean, because it's the middle of everything. It's a great yeah. location. So when I got there, I walked in. They've got sixteen tables of terrain, all set up, all laid That's out, awesome. all numbered. Um, oh. They're actually on six by four um, pieces pieces of plywood. So you've got place to lay out cards, like you have space. So nice. if you're not playing there, you should be playing there. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I know you're asking, why has Ben talking so much about the venue? It's because <laughs> there were only four of us there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. So the store did talk about they didn't advertise as well as they should have. Uh, they they may have, you know, re- replaced some marketing people, you know, got some other people with some other jobs. Um, Charlotte doesn't have much of a game. There was one local, um, and then the other three of us came from out of state. Uh, there was a, <laughs> there's a Nova guy, uh, there was a Texas guy, and there was myself. So, yeah. Um, a fifth player did show up who was a local, but he hadn't played in almost a year. So he's like, yeah, guys, I don't want to, I, I don't want to give us a bye. So he bowed out. Um, <laughs> good man. Yeah. Sad, but good man. Yeah. 
Sad, yeah. but exactly. So he, he ended up playing the t- the tournament organizer while we were doing all this. So oh, okay, so he still got to play. He still got to play. So well, that's that's okay, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah, right. yeah, that's, yeah. Good. that's good. Yeah, he still got to play. I don't know if we slid him some prizes because you know we had some extras hanging out. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah four people in an RPQ kit. Yeah, <laughs> but literally, if you're in the Carolinas and you're not playing at Mighty Meeple, you should. Uh, I know that they have an X-wing hyperspace event coming up sometime this summer. It's a great story, and you should really be there. Um, so all that being said, if, even if they're just four of us, we had a great, great time. Um, I'm talking, I'm, I'm just talking a lot to some people and a guy says, Hey, I know who that is. And I'd not introduce myself. I know that voice. Uh, I got stopped <laughs> because right. of my voice. Jeff. With four people? I'm, You're one yes. of the four? <laughs> I, yes. I'm internet famous. I'm internet wow. famous. <laughs> you made it. You finally made it, buddy. Yeah. We've hit it. Cause it. It turns out that uh, the guy who said he recognized my voice is Screwtape from the Discord. Ah, nice. good man. Yeah, so if you've been listening I'm to jealous. any of our podcasts, been watching a stream, you know, Screwtape is always commenting. Um, yep. He's always there. Great comments. He's got great analysis as to why mm-hmm. the Arch Enemy of the Podcast has done something spectacularly wrong <laughs> in a given moment. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, that's what he does. So. Yep. I was lucky enough to get to meet him uh, at Adepticon this year. So yeah. glad, glad he has now met two thirds of the stab cast. Um, so it turns out screw tape his real name is Michael um, is actually from Texas. Uh, he's actually, I think originally from Alabama, but we're not going to hold that against him. Um, <laughs> might, but it's fine. Him, him and the wife are visiting family. They're in North Georgia. The wife who I also met, who is also incredibly awesome was like, Hey, why don't you put your Legion stuff in the trunk? We'll drive up to Charlotte for you to play a game that weekend. That's rad. Tim, your wife made you go where again? Uh, to a previous engagement. <laughs> so that wasn't Legion, right? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, because it's frowned upon to play Legion at baby showers for some reason. That's just because they haven't tried it yet. Don't knock it until you try it, it, folks. I mean, that's true. Listen, my I stuff mean, was in the trunk, but actually, no, wrong car. But just, it was in my trunk. I was ready. Just start unpacking like the baby gifts and boom, you got terrain right there. Right, exactly. You put together a tournament for the naming rights of the baby. Exactly. Yeah. Done yeah. and done. You use the bottles as line of sight blockers. You know, well, right. we could we could have played on the terrain. food table. We could have played on the food table. We had all these different <laughs> condiments there and and different toppings and and all these different desserts. And we, yeah, I th- we could have made it work. We could have made it work. So we've decided we're going to play round robin. There's four of us. We're going to play everybody. We get three rounds. Um, hopefully there'll be a clear winner at that point. If not, we'll figure out some system to figure out who the clear winner is because <laughs> there's four of us. We're all getting the prizes. Basically, is who gets to take home the invite to Adepticon. Yeah, and what kind of idiot would want to play more than three rounds? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't going to myself. I don't know. <laughs> um, Screwtape was gunning for that invite. Um, he'd come very close in two previous places and missed it by a squidge. So he was really he was really hoping for it. And it turns out Screwtape was my first round opponent. Uh... Now, something else I got to tell you about the four of us. We're all running Imperial List. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, the fifth the guy, match. Exactly. The fifth guy, also running Imperials. Not a rebel player to be found in the place. So oh, North Carolina, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be real honest. Uh, Ryan and I had talked about playing uh, me playing Rebels. I had thought about it. I had a brand new land speeder painted by uh, Will. And I, I just I had never put it on the table. I had didn't have any reps with it. So I was like, let's go back to what I know. So it turned out to be a variation of my Atlanta list. Oh, okay. Um, it's Veers. Um, I've got improvised orders on them. It's three DLT storms, two fully kitted snows with officers and grenades, one four-man Royal Guards. I put my E-stems on them. 
Okay. Rather than Veers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's that's fine. Yeah. I can. If they're going to die, I want them to go out when I want them to. Right. So yep. saves that, that extra good. two dice attack sometimes. Really helpful. Um, yep. One full man sniper team, also with grenades, this time with frags. And two naked e-webs. That's my list for the day. Okay. I love your naked e-webs. You know I'm always a fan of seeing double e-webs. I'll always cheer for you. Oh, How'd they do it. for you? Love it. Um, so the first game, they soaked up a lot of shots from Michael. Okay. Second game, they did a lot of work. Third game, I put one in the wrong spot. Yep. yep, That's a, yep. Yeah. And then he just kind of loped around for a while until he finally got shot. So <laughs> he's like, move, 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 move. Shot, 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 shot. But I will say the list worked well for all the objectives that I'm going to play on these three games. <laughs> yeah, we all know where this is going. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for some reason, and I'm not real sure how I managed to do this, I'm blue player every time. How big of a how big of a bid did you have? I had one ninety six. I just had okay. four points. That's I mean, bids vary really greatly from meta to meta. Um, yeah. But I feel like a five point bid will almost always get you blue player. I agree. Uh, so with that. four, yeah, yeah, four in a four man event. Well, you're pretty got pretty good odds. Yeah, I had pretty good odds there. I at one point I tweaked it. I think I had a one ninety four at some point, but I must have changed something. So, um, but because of that. I ended up getting key positions and hostile environment in all three games. That's awesome. I'm not a huge fan of key positions, but I am a huge fan of getting to play the same battle cards over the course of a tournament because <laughs> you get experience on yes, how to do. do it, and hopefully your opponent doesn't. That's right. Um, so yeah, that so, can actually give you a huge huge edge as you go later in the day. Oh yeah. And our our my two deployment zones were battle lines and major offensive. I actually played okay. major offensive twice. Yeah. So one was basically a repeat of another game. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't plan on chasing key positions. That, that really wasn't what I was thinking. But after round one and looking at the maps that we were playing, mm-hmm. I was like, I think this would actually work because it's Imperial. You want them marching at you right. so you can stand there, aim and shoot or mm-hmm. dodge and shoot if you really need to. Um, that was the plan. Um, let me tell you about everybody else's list. So yeah. we, <laughs> we'll figure out where all this went in a second. It everyone had a variation of the same list, but no one was playing the same list. Of course they did. So we don't go wrong. It's all imperial. So we're all playing yeah. DLT spam because they're too cheap. Let's just call it what it is. It's yes, too cheap. It's too easy. It's they're range really four shots. Blah 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 blah. That's right. Everyone had snipers. Yep. Everyone had at least two sets of snipers, if not three. Boo. <laughs> Everyone had Boba Fett. <laughs> um, now, of the four of us, there were two Krennics. Or sorry, there's one Krennic and two Veers. And so as we're laying things out on the table, I look at my opponent's screw tape, and I'm like, hey, what? who are you running? He's like, the generic officer. Ooh. And that's when I gave him a fist pound, and I'm like, I love you, sir. Yeah. I want to make sweet love to you. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I get it, and his reasoning is exactly what I've been trying to play with. Those thirty points gave him yeah. heal bots. Yep, yeah, I, maybe two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. That's fair. And he's like, Krennic doesn't shoot often enough for what for what he does it with. Now, I tend to be a very aggressive. Uh, I'm sorry, his Veers. I'm a very aggressive Veers player. I like Veers to be in the middle of the stuff. Same, same. Um, so, but I made complete sense to me. It absolutely made complete mm-hmm. sense. Um, lots of death troopers. You know, they get some range four shots off. His, uh, now Michael's death troopers happen to have had um, Hunter on them because that's going to set up and how my first so game good. went. 
So good. It's I've so good. I've not tried that. I have not tried that. It's and I don't, so good. I've not seen it. So I'm, I'm very intrigued by that. So here's what he did, and it worked out beautifully, only because I didn't see it coming, and also because that's just how the range bands work. Right. He takes a sniper. He shoots at a target. Mm-hmm. He pierces for a wound. Okay. Then the death troopers haul behind to get up close enough. Mm. Hunter gives him the reroll. He he exhausts the range four attack, throws a ton of dice at you. Right. Yep. You can reroll yep. four. And he of them. just rerolls because <laughs> they reroll so many dice. Right. Right. <laughs> so that was my first eweb, and that's where he died. <laughs> <laughs> sad eweb is sad. So I will say. Um, again, because so there were 16 tables when we started, but when the venue realized there were only going to be four of us and we only need two tables at a time, they started condensing down tables. Right. So I actually ended up playing on the same table for all three games. That kind of sucks. No. It's it's okay for me. My opponents got to switch around. They right. got to flip to other sides of the table. I, you know me. I'll take the I'll take the burden on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it also worked well with key positions because everything is about a half an inch to my opponent's side. So all the terrain pieces are outside of my deployment zone, but they're in his deployment zone. So he has to choose a key position that is not actually inside his deployment. So let me, let me ask you this, not knowing you were going to play key positions all day and you played on the same table and you were blue all day. Why did you not switch table edge? If you could get more with all your long range stuff, get more coverage in your deployment zone and then try to get away from key positions. Because I could touch things with my single move outside my deployment zone. Okay. Okay. That, that makes was sense. Why. That makes sense. I could hop out, touch the thing on the very first round, and then decide that he would have to then come marching to me. Okay. But mm. even though you didn't know you were playing key positions, like, right. would you have gotten screwed by like a sabotage or a recover? Um, I don't think so. Because okay. of where the center point is, um, I, I think I still would have had better access to have to send my guys out and cover them. So there's basically like a little land bridge in the middle. And if you all want to go take a look at the Instagram, you'll see the pictures of this. Um, and the, the map was completely symmetrical. Okay, like, okay. And I, Ryan would love that. Like it was yep. honest. Every piece was exactly <laughs> the same on both sides. It was just a little bit edged towards my opponent. Um, sabotage would have worked fine because of where I could have placed it behind some cover behind some rocks. Right. Okay. There was no okay. deployment zone that I had in my set that was going to screw me up on that. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we deploy out. Um, screw tape chooses the far opposite corner next, so the sniper could kind of sit on it and then shoot from it. And then we were going to fight over the middle. Whew. Um, I put a big heavy fist because it's Imperials. That's what you do. Heavy fist mm-hmm. in the center. We're all going to come from this point. Take the center one. He spreads out a little bit wider, which is what gives him that sniper DT shot that blows up my E-Web. Oh. Um, there was some dice variance in the beginning. I couldn't roll a block forever. Um, I had surges as far as the eye could see. Defensive surges are so irritating. <laughs> so irritating. Oh, yes, they are. Um, and so... I. Except when I was guardian, when my when my royal guards were guardian, I'd block that every time. It was crazy. <laughs> I just like bunk. Um, Boba shot a four hit rocket at Veers, and Veers said no, thank you, and he shrugged it off like he oh. did, didn't take any damage. Oh. I don't know how. Like then oh. my dice turned on, but then the next <laughs> couple shots, my dice turned off again. Vote. Um, Bo- it does. Boba decides to go in for a flamethrower shot. He's going to nuke some people. He right. throws five hits. Those guys were like, no, thank you, sir. We'd ask you to stop doing that. Blocked every one of them. 
<laughs> yeah, that flamer's not that great against Imperials, is it? It's, yeah, it is. Like I said, but with my dice, it should have blown something up. Like it's. <laughs> uh, I juke him out with Veers, which I, I kind of run him to the right, and then I juke him back to the left, and I then clamber on top of a point because I played my orbital bombardment card. And so he thought I was going to shoot something towards the center of his board, and instead I've hopped up high enough to see both the scouts who are touching oh, nice. that one terrain piece. The goal is I shoot those guys. He's going to have to move troopers back to that terrain piece to claim it for the point. And that's going to reduce the number of bodies in the center point. It's a beautiful plan. The dice should work. Right. He's got heavy cover. I reduce it to light. I roll perfect. I throw four hits. I don't even need the aim token that I use with Veers. Screw tape says, all right. He picks up his three white dice. He's like, well, they're dead. Flips them. They fall to the table. Two natural blocks. Right on the white dice. Oh, yep. gross. No surges, no dodges, natural saves. Why? One sniper guy lives. Oh, yep. man. Yes. I, yes, I did not sacrifice to the appropriate gods of dice. I did not, you know, kneel as a penitent man does. I did not, you know, <laughs> respect God. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, well, shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> he hides the sniper. He lives, of course. And there's that one extra body that's hanging out in the center. That That's the body that cost me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't play it as tight as I could have. I, I had I could have hopped uh, Veers down to go put another body in the center. I didn't set up a set of troopers that I had sitting on my position. I've got an E-Web and these troopers on top of this barricade so they can get the point and also shoot from cover. If I had moved it, if I'd moved the one set of troopers one turn earlier towards the center and a, a one, of course, there's one unit leader who survives, that guy dies and then perhaps I, I win that game. Like it's close. It's a very tight game. It's a very, very <laughs> tight game. So let me ask this: With key positions, you guys are both running Boba, right? No, he's running Boba. I'm not. Oh, you don't have Boba. Okay, I was about to say. Uh, yeah, I was the only person to not have a Boba. Boo, okay. Boba! Yay, Boba! Boo, you not having him? How dare <laughs> well, you doubt him? That's where the eWeb money went. That's where the eWeb money went. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm <laughs> gonna question your life uh, choices. I love my. I love me some eWeb, but I also love me some Boba. Well, you're also running the full team of scouts. So if you if you make those e-webs into boba, and then well, you still need to find more points for that. Well, I'm also running the full snows. The full, yeah. So your activation count, you need. I was at ten somewhere. Well, yeah, but if you're gonna run, I mean, you could get to eleven because a full set of scouts is the same cost as two strike teams. Let me tell you about an eleven activation list that I played in round three. All right, two great disaster. <laughs> well, okay. Let's let's talk about your round two first. Let's, let's, oh, not, round let's two, not spoil yeah, yeah. things. So key positions. So basically, I'm down a game. Now, because right. we're playing round robin, I need screw tape to lose a game, right. putting him at two and one. I need to win out so that I'm two at one, and we have to play again to figure out who's the winner. <laughs> or if you don't have enough time, it goes a heads up and you lose anyway. Well, probably. We flip that coin and I lose. But you know, okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um so, but I I need screw tape to lose. And I'm just going to be semi spoiler alert. He's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so game two, it's key positions hostile but major offensive. Because the major offensive screws up the deployment zone so hard, he cannot put um, his key position anywhere near close to where his deployment zone is. Wow. It's going to be far away. So because the center rock is already taken. Um, and, and my stuff is just far enough out. Like, he's going to be near me in some way he doesn't want on the opposite side of him. Um, and so he has that one that's kind of far out. He's going to eventually move a squad over there. But line of sight is going to mean snipers aren't going to be able to do well over there. And he decides he needs to go send some people after my scouts. 
Because here's what happened that I didn't talk about already. A full team of scouts with grenades at range one and a pierce gun, that is eight or that is ten black dice. Yep. That are fifty fifty that now surge to hits. Ooh. Well, you mean yeah. it's it's one one red, not uh, eight black dice. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta throw one grenade. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Those yeah. numbers still big and scary. Exactly. It's fine. But still, they're really good. Yep. And so he watched my scouts tear into a team of Michaels and was like, those scouts have got to die. So he sends Boba out there to do some serious damage. And Boba does. Now he takes out, I think, two of the five guys on the very first round of shooting. Like he, he's right up there. Boba hops out. He throws some things, does great damage. But that also means he's put Boba at an easy move and shoot range mm-hmm. for seven of my units. Oh, God. And that's what I do. Yep. I just okay. pop, 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 Hold on. Listen, this is where we have to say this again. Boba is good, everybody. Boba's not invincible. <laughs> well, yeah. he has that keyword, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but I, he is not invincible. Eventually, your dice will betray you. <laughs> yeah, Boba and Death Troopers, the, the best way to bring them down is just make them throw as many dice as possible. Right, exactly. Yes. Eventually, yeah. the numbers will fail. Yep. Now, here's the thing I didn't kill Boba. <laughs> okay. Of course In is. this so. case, Bobo was invincible. <laughs> Never mind. No, but I'm gonna go get a sandwich. He's got four. <laughs> he's got four wounds. He's got two wounds on the east stem. Okay. Because it's Boba dice. That's what is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has the thing that I don't have, which is a heal bot. Ooh. Every time I turned around this tournament, there was a heal bot. It was like, no, no, no. Ooh. Let me wipe. The, let me get that blood out of your eye, buddy, and just weep. Heal bots. I hate them. Yeah, I mean, people are complaining, like, if you look on the internet, and you people need to stop about the sniper meta, the heal bot meta, I think, is even more destructive, yeah. and it's a lot so, more low-key while it does it. Yeah, it's, so, it's here's what, I, here's what I want to have happen. I want Vader, I may even put this on the, the on Palpatine, we're just going to start, you know, just crushing people. We're going to reach choke, out baby. there and force choke. Yeah. That that medbot is dead, and now that medbot is dead. Sure, let's yeah. kill the the DLT as well. Now, I mean, <laughs> five points to crush your entire game plan. Yes, please. Okay. Yes, exactly. Like I may have to go that route. So Boba lives, but he has so much suppression on him, he goes and hides behind a rock and has to recover. Hm. Yeah. So any round the Boba has to do that's a pretty bad yeah. round. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest. At that point, Boba's out of the fight. He is. He's out of the fight for at least the next two rounds, and I just start cleaning some stuff up. So it works pretty well. I mean. Like I said, it, I, I felt that his defense dice did not help him at all. But part of it is, like I said, I, I was just able to tear away into the flank. And that, that kind of set up my you know, my game two for have a victory. So I'm now one and right. one. Right, right. There you go. You're, you're almost there to where you could lose again. Yes. No, I got I this. Believe. I got this for sure. So at this point, I'm playing Sam from Nova. He's driven down that previous night. Uh, that's a six-hour drive, I think, for him at that, from, where, he, from where he's at to cross there. Um. He's running 11 activations, six DLT storms, three snipers, one Veers, and one Boba Fett. I like it. I like it a lot. Clean and efficient. Yeah. Absolutely. All those DLTs. I should have gone with any other objective than key positions. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you should have. (laughs) Yeah. The problem is he still has more bodies than me. Yep. Because E-webs aren't really great at taking things unless you deploy on them. It just takes (laughs) them so long to get there and then do something with it. Yeah. So sabotage wasn't going to work. Recover wasn't going to work really well. I, we probably had the space, like maybe, um, but recover also didn't come up. So 
Um, it was sabotage, and it was. I I think with eWebs, I don't know. You guys can tell me I'm wrong. I don't play Imperials. Don't you want intercept? Um, yes, I think intercept was uh, yeah. there, but it was at the very far back. I guess I'd argue that, yeah. So I, the inter- I think I I want to say intercept was the third third position. Mm. So I chose poorly, and I went with key positions. <laughs> Uh, that that is a definitely a, a turn zero issue for me, and so he does what Imperials do, which is you, he sits on that rock and he shoots mm-hmm. anything that comes towards the center. Um, because of positioning, he realized he can put his key position close to his starting area because he's on major offensive, but not within it. And so he's just going to sit on the barricade part that's inside his deployment zone a bit, and he's just going to advance up a tiny bit and then just shoot at me anytime I go for the center. And it just gets gross. I it is so gross. Um, his dice were hot. He was rolling five, six hits a turn. Uh, every time he went to go throw dice, white dice were popping left and right. He had all the aim he ever wanted because of cards, you know, stuff. Um, and so next thing you know, if he didn't have four hits, he was going to go find four hits. Mm-hmm. And my defense dice just went bad. And it was again nothing but surges, just surge and blanks, surge and blanks. Um, I couldn't wait. I couldn't. I could afford to wait to just sit there and let him come towards the middle. I mean, I, I had. And I was trying to use cover as best I could, and it just none of it worked. It was a massacre. Like, like this is one of those places where I, as a commanding officer, write a letter to my troops and my wife, and then you know, commit seppuku. Like it is. I, I take this dishonor, and I must end my own self. Like, <laughs> uh, I think I I will post photos tonight because I know I, did, I posted to our group chat. I didn't post it to the Instagram. Of my round one, round two, and round three casualty photos. <laughs> but it is just bodies on the shore. Like, they just keep piling up. It is just... And I, I had to apologize to Sam at the end because I was dice salty. I was. He's like, I, I said, you had a good game. You played it right. I, I'm irritated that the dice didn't let me do anything. Yeah. And it was it was a terrible two hours for me because I could do nothing to stop the bleed. I was just bleeding out from the beginning. Uh, I would say I can understand that though, because there's a difference between being salty because oh I made mistakes and I I misplayed, and the, and saying oh I I the dice have betrayed me and I nothing I could do about that. Where it's just like eh. yep. it's a different kind of losing where it's a powerless losing, and I, I get that. Yes. I can relate <laughs> exactly. So key positions. I think there's a chance I fight that back. Sure. There is, yeah, sure. Um, but like I said I didn't have the dice to support it. My attack yeah. dice weren't oh, as fantastic as I would like them to be either. And so mostly it was for the last hour we knew who was going to win. We yeah. still played it, but we knew that's where this was headed. So right, yeah. So yeah, in the end, I went one and two. Um, if you uh, checked out the photos on the Instagram, you'll see that I found a great breakfast place. It was fantastic, nice French <laughs> oh, toast with some cream cheese and peaches. <laughs> and then oh, afterwards, I went to a Peruvian rotisserie chicken restaurant. Oh, it was gosh. fine dining. I enjoyed myself. Oh, um, I hate you. The the guys couldn't have been the, the four of us. I mean, there's only four of us. And our TO was fantastic. The store I had a great time, despite the fact that there were only four. And right. they showered us in swag because we showed up. So. That's cool. That's awesome. That's so did cool. you guys each get like two sets of the acrylic imperial tokens? Um, no, I think we just got one set apiece. Okay. So right. I don't know if they gave the fifth man award because he did kind of show. Up, I mean, did show up for them. So I hope I don't, so. I hope yeah. so. Um, he was gone by the time we got to to the prizes. So um, I don't. Know, they may have got done double prize because they put all of our prizes in one of the uh, the legion bags, like token mm-hmm. bags. So it could like so they kind of handed us the bag. So they may have given double prizes to the top winners. Okay. Um, Who knows? Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like the acrylic, and I would have liked the invite to Adepticon, but I was more sad that I didn't get the acrylic double sided card. 
That says top two on it. Yeah. Yes. I really, that's really, that's what I was really gunning for. And I did not get that. So that went to Sam. So I will say we ended up going a three and O, a two and one, a one and two, and an O and three. Hooray, so, science. Interesting. Science. It, it made the, it made it very, very nice and easy to go, oh, here's our winners. So. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> All right. So. Was there a painting award, and did you get to finally join me and Tim in the esteemed painting award? Come on, Ben. This is your time. So I didn't even think about this question till you asked it. There was not a painting award. <laughs> we, we didn't even think it. No one said anything about it. We didn't talk about it. Yes. I, I, I had all my legion with me. I would have gone to the car and broken out everything I've ever painted to find someone to give me a prize for something. <laughs> And it didn't even cross but, my mind the fact that we didn't have a paint but award. But would it have been enough? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would have. I would have taken that painting award and I would have shoved it in your faces and I would have so waved it. Think. I would have taken photos of myself with it. I would have taken photos of me on a bare rug with that painting award. <laughs> like, I would have had a spread. But then, like I would then have hired why did a guy. I beat you last time there was a chance? So, um, because of the anti-Ben vote. Okay. Okay. I see. <laughs> I see. Yes. Yes. So if you guys are ever at a tournament with Ben and there's a painting award, please don't ruin this for us. Don't vote for Ben. <laughs> We're going to milk this Riggins. joke for as long as we can. My enemy of the podcast list will be outrageously long and I will publish it. This is when the podcast turns on the podcast and we all just become each other's enemy of the podcast. And then it's just when Ben... How, how long can we go before Ben just goes full... Landon and stops painting models. <laughs> They're all gray. They're all gray. It, it doesn't mean anything anymore. No. Just, what if you just become a nihilist them, player? Yeah, repaint them with a sadder gray, like some dark shading. <laughs> <laughs> I never win anything, so why try? It's fine. <laughs> I'll come dress as a sad clown. That's right. I'll win awards for painting my own face, but not my minis. That's right. That's Make right. your veers. Make your veers a sad clown veers. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm the arch enemy of the podcast, and I can't do that. Yeah, we can't. No. Oh, that's true. I can't do that. We can't, can't stoop to Brett and Boba Claus level. Uh, watch yourself. I made Boba Claus. He's amazing. Uh, so I, I played an RPQ in Concord, North Carolina. Traveled, had a great little hotel, enjoyed my experience. Ryan, you traveled. Where did you go? I traveled. Oh, I went we up to Wisconsin. Um, I have family up there. My sister and her husband are up there. I hadn't seen them in a while. So Did you see I, them uh, on this trip? I did actually. Okay. Yeah, I flew okay. up on Wednesday uh, and or th- excuse me Thursday and spent uh, Thursday and Friday with them, and said, "Hey, I need a car for Saturday." And I went and I played the RPQ, and then I stayed with them on Sunday and Monday and, and came home so, on Tuesday. So therefore, everyone, you heard it here first. Ryan went to Wisconsin and then carjacked his family to play Legion. So <laughs> you're not wrong. That's, that's exactly the subtext what of what's going on. It, I just want to clarify. You came back on Tuesday, but was that when you were supposed to come back? Uh, no, no, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, the many adventures of traveling with Ryan Stolowski. Um But in, in any case, um, I had taken the week off of work in the fool's errand that I was hoping to make it to Worlds at High Command. And where I work, I kind of have to ask off for big chunks of time really far in advance. So I was really happy to hear that since I didn't make Worlds that there was an RPQ near my sister on the same weekend, so everything worked out. So I go up there, and uh, Ben gets an RPQ of four people. I get to go to Misty Mountain Games, which is an awesome game store. Um, 
The owner let us in early. We stayed late. There was tons of play space. The tables were phenomenal. Some of the guys from the 312th Legion in Chicago brought tables. Tables came from all over. They were awesome. Most of our tables, you could get to all four board edges. Like, they gave us tons of room. Um, Nice. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. We were not packed in at all. And the space was big enough. It was the quietest Legion event I've ever been to. Huh. Like, you could hear each other talking, and, like, you didn't have to yell, and there wasn't that, like, indecent noise of, like, so dice clattering and how stuff. How did your laugh do, then? Oh, yeah, no, I kind of irritated. That's, that's so. <laughs> yeah. I'm Wait, sure. hang on. Every Wisconsin I've ever met has laughed loudly and drank lots of beer. It's true. Like, how um, is this not? Yeah. Well, hang on. Is it because all your people from were from Wisconsin? Uh, they're actually, like, I think there were more out-of-towners than there were. I mean, I definitely came from the furthest, coming from Tennessee. But uh, there were a lot of Chicago people, a lot of a couple guys from Milwaukee, I think. Um, some, I think, uh, is Paul from Indiana? Um, Paul, uh, you know where you're from. Yeah. Um, Maybe. But anyway, he he plays enough with the Chicago guys. He's kind of been adopted into their into their clan. But yeah, there were people from all over. So Ben goes to a four man tournament. There were eighteen at this RPQ, <laughs> and there were five of us that were high command players at Adepticon. So, excluding myself, there were as many high command players at my event than there were players in Ben's event. Now, hang uh, on, though. Your <laughs> ratio of high command players to number of players was the same as mine. That's true. It, it was about the same. Uh. All right. So, <laughs> it's still one to three, which is what it was in ours. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, the, the tournament was set up really well. We, we had a really – I had about a two-hour drive to get there. And we started registration at 8 a.m. And we started playing at about 8.30, 8.45. We were going to play three rounds and do a bunch of raffle prizes. And the raffle prizes they got were incredible. Um, <laughs> they had, like, this huge 3D-printed Sith temple that was probably, like, a, foot, in, a foot tall. Ooh, how um, about that? That they raffled off. They raffled off a couple alternate sculpts from Skullforge Studios um, and a couple other places. They raffled off some gift cards. And then they raffled off an entire table of terrain and it was one of the tables oh. that we were playing with that day oh that's amazing um yeah it was really cool um so there are 18 people ton, tons of stuff to go around i got lucky that i walked away with uh the skull forge studios uh darth vader mini um the samurai samurai vader so it was really it was really oh, cool nice i'm probably gonna have thing. will paint that up uh because i don't trust myself with it oh no no not at all <laughs> i cannot wait for your vader to stand above cover yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so so we had a really early day. And, like, because Wisconsin roads don't make any sense because you take, like, the interstate to the state highway that has stop signs and then goes from, like, 70 miles an hour down to 30, back up to 70 to 45. And, and then you got to take all labeled this, by letters. Yeah, like, and you got to take this other in? service road to get to this other interstate <laughs> to get to this other highway. I was very confused. There were roundabouts. It didn't make any sense. I'm I'm from the South, people. It's, anyway, I have been stopped on Highway NN and Highway N, and they came yeah. together. And I was yeah. like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I think we're dead. <laughs> I figured they just named all the roads after cheese. I missed breakfast. Like, I didn't Ooh. have enough chance. And I was like, great, there's a little cafe next door. And so after round one, I ran over to try to grab a coffee and maybe something to eat, and they were going to be closed all day. <sighs> turn zero, Ryan. Turn zero yeah. is the most, the most important I know. turn. I know. Turn uh, zero so, is the most important meal of the day. Turn negative one. When Ryan is texting us saying he's about to start playing, 
I'm currently having breakfast at a beautiful place. Not like we haven't even started yet. We're not starting till noon in Concord, yeah. North Carolina. In a He's different already time two zone. games yeah. in in a different time zone. <laughs> so uh so yeah, we, we get there, everything everything's all hunky dory. The tables, every one of the tables that I got to play on was awesome. And there were a couple tables that I didn't get to play on that also looked awesome. And I didn't see <laughs> Any tables I didn't want to play. I saw some tables that were going to be definitely disadvantageous to my list, um, but not that weren't going to be fun, fair tables. So I took a kind of a strange list. At the last RPQ event, I took, uh, excuse me, I took Luke and Chewie. And I was trying to like, every all the good Rebel players are playing Luke. He seems to be kind of the mainstay, so I need to get better with Luke because I haven't had a ton of success with him. I don't think he's quite my jam. And this time around, I said, I'm going to play what I want to play. And I took Han Leia Chewie. Um, Han Leia Chewie with two med bots, three Z6s, a set of fleets. Um, so th- uh, four rebel troopers, a set of fleets with three with two med bots and three Z6s kind of scattered between them. I was the full Slawoski special fleets with concussion grenades, the extra man, and mm-hmm. the scatter gun. And then two snipers. So I, it wasn't an entirely wholesome list. <laughs> mm. But uh, round one, I get to play Zach Ray from Chicago, who had told me that like this is like his. He's only been playing Legion for a little bit, and he wanted to come in and just have a really good time. So we play Intercept, Disarray, Rapid Reinforcements, and he has six activation double ATST. <laughs> my man my, I, you, okay hold on i love this man hold on hold on yeah you you did not tell us you told us that there was a double atst list you never it's, said it was six activation it was surge pilot uh light the the extra gun that gives him one of everything and the mortar on oh. both of them oh, God. um yeah <laughs> so it was uh it was pretty rad and then you could tell he was kind of a new player, um, and he was. We ha- that was probably one of my most fun games. Well, sure. Um, he kind of put himself in a box, and after I had made my two selections uh, as blue player, he had the last flip, and he sent us to disarray, which really yeah. didn't work out in his favor. No. Um, so he puts so he- one of his one of his ATSTs in one corner. We're playing um, intercept transmissions, or no, okay. we're playing sabotage. Excuse me, my notes are wrong. We're playing sabotage the moisture evaporators. He doesn't have enough activations. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have yeah. enough knuckles, and that's yeah. and that's the lesson he learned after the game was like I just oh. shot all of his fingers off, um, so he couldn't fix the things. <laughs> but he puts one ATST off in one corner, and I put my two snipers off across from it, and then we both just build gun lines on basically where all of our four moisture evaporators were. Right, and we just start to go to town. I have some pretty good cover. One of his ATSTs spends way too much time trying to shoot my snipers out of cover, <laughs> and it just wasn't working. Um, and so it joins the fight a little late. Han does Han things and just gets into the middle of his lines and cleans up what few troopers are remaining to where we he, <laughs> we had to get the judge because this hasn't happened enough. I wanted to make sure I did it right. <laughs> um, what happens when you don't have anybody eligible to promote when your commander dies? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you, you don't even play standing orders. Yeah, you don't. Like, yeah, you, you, don't just get put, you just put your to- tokens in the bag and you go second. Yep. Um, oh, wow. so it's it the grossest it, thing in the world. <laughs> it came down to two ATSTs versus my army. He had picked up a few activations off the board, but like, and I want to say, 
me and Zach had fun, and he did get a game out of the day, which I was super happy about. Um, and he That's said good. the funniest thing to me in the world was all he wants to do on the day is run up to someone's commander and put him out like a cigarette with his <laughs> and just step on him. I love this guy. Please, can't, please yeah. come. Zach was awesome. Yeah, Zach, if you're listening, um, please, I, I implore you, come to Knoxville. We'll play with you gladly. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You don't have to bring um, ATSTs. Play anything you want. You just seem awesome. That's fine. I, I did feel kind of bad, but like I was in super try hard mode and i did take uh sabotage eight to nothing oh. like i managed to oh. cap off all four evaporators what are you the women's uh. u.s soccer team oh, <laughs> <come on. laughs> what am i gonna do just shoot like my only source of impact is chewy like what am i gonna do just shoot the uh shoot the, the guys like he would have stepped on chewy <laughs> so me, me and Zach had a really fun game um, I rapid reinforced some fleets in behind him and tore his back line up and Chewy let a charge and uh, my gun line was his gun line was bigger but I got more shots off um, because those ATSTs only get to shoot six times each uh, we played all six rounds he made me go the distance he wanted to see if he could table me and by golly he got kind of close yeah, that would be the fear. Is that somehow he, all your units end up dying? Yeah, and then he wins oh, yeah. just because he's the last last ATSC standing. Oh, yeah. um, if he could have tabled me, he he would have had the game. But I had spread out enough that that it probably wasn't going to happen. So I go to round two. Round two, I get uh, Armad. Um, he's a really nice uh, younger younger guy, um, whose uh, partner, girlfriend, fiance. I'm not sure. Uh, was actually spent some time in Knoxville, so we had a nice conversation about cookout. I was very excited. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah. She, we, he introduces us, and he's like, yeah, this is Ryan. He's from Knoxville. And she, the first thing she does is she looks at me, and she's like, I miss cookout. And I'm like, I've only been here a couple days, and I miss cookout. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what to have for dinner. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, Armad was running actually a list that I kind of liked a lot. It was three DLT Stormtroopers. Uh, a set of death troopers, a three-man team of IRGs, okay. two snipers, okay, huh, and palp. Okay, please. To uh, before you go on, I just I'm really curious to see how this worked out because I've debated before running a naked IRG before. So I'm yeah, really he curious. Used, he used them as as wound soaks yeah. for his snow troopers. Oh, okay. Um, because he so also I, had a he also had a fully kitted uh, snow in there somewhere I do believe. I got you. Pull up his so, so, hang on. He ran three sets of naked IRGs. No, no, no. One one set three man of okay, three gotcha. man team. So yeah, he didn't yeah. have the extra guy. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a really fun game. I get I got to play Pelp. I really like playing against Pelp um, because I think Pelp makes the game really exciting. He really does. And I actually think Pelp is a pretty good counter to my list uh, because Pelp doesn't care about Hans BS. Nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> you either get him engaged to where he doesn't get his low profile, or you throw enough dice and the pierce happens to where you can just kind of peg him down. Um, there were a lot of there were some really cool buildings and catwalks in our map, and I got the better use of them to where I only let his snows flame me once, and I used cover or I used not cover, excuse me, but dodge tokens and Chewbacca to kind of mitigate a lot of it. And okay. then Han came up and cleaned him, so he only got one, like, flame frag shot off. Um, Pelp, I think, was a little slow to join the fight, but I had built a gun line to where Pelp had to kind of cross this alleyway to get to Han. And if he would have poked his little slow head out there, I would have lit him up. 
Um, <laughs> and so he was a little, it was a little tenuous, but the game kind of came down to the now you will die turn. And Han survived one of his attacks with one hit point. And so it took him that extra hit. He eventually got Han, but it took him one more hit than it probably really should have. And that one extra attack on Palp was enough to get me the game to where I had some snipers. Like he, he had to take Palp all the way down to, to one hit point left. I had some snipers finish him off by the time we were done. He had two activations and I think I had three and there were 10 models on the table between the two of us. (laughs) <laughs> um that's a oh and it's on hostile environment Gross. yeah 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 we were playing hostile uh so we played we played sabotage uh battle lines hostile environment okay, and okay. the uh the other thing that i think he he put his death troopers in a spot where they could kind of overwatch one of my flanks on battle lines and not get hit by my snipers or a good portion of the field and so they had a really great firing line on two of the four um evaporators but Han got a little too close. And I don't know if you know this, but Han's really good against Death Troopers. Yeah. Pierce oh, yeah. Pierce doesn't care about their, their great red dice. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. So um I got I got him the, I got that game there. Um it was really darn close and, and Armand was a was a fun opponent. Palp is always fun to play against. He played it really well. Um so it was it came down to a, a couple screwball rolls, a couple screwy screwy uh maneuvers with the terrain and i think me once again being blue player i had a five point bid by the way um me being blue player i got a a better table edge uh for my army um i don't think hit that kind of list cares about table edge too much although it was a good palp map because there were lots of line of sight blocking buildings that he could kind of hide behind until he was ready that's fair we move on i'm two and oh and i move on to round three now on friday before this event the world's lists had been published Thursday or Friday. And so I was really thinking this was going to affect our metagame quite a bit. And in a weird sense, it kind of what I kind of did because there were some screwball lists because everybody was playing all kinds of weird stuff. John from Legion Academy played a double tank list that unfortunately I did not get to play against, but it looked super fun. And he seemed to have, he went two and one with it in Swiss. And so he seemed to have a really good time with it. And he said, it's, it's, Got some good results, so he's thinking about taking it to, to Gen Con with a few additions, okay. mainly Bosk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so, rightfully so. Because double tank Bosk is a lot of dice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where, but where are your bodies? You need knuckles. Yeah, we need exactly. Hands. <laughs> so, your enemy's bodies are on the floor, and that's all that matters <laughs> at that point. Uh, there were only, I want to say, and Chris, the TO, um, who I'll talk about here in a minute because he did a phenomenal job, um, can correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say there were only six rebel players out of 18. Ooh. We were, we were definitely in the minority. So round three, I get to play Al from Chicago, who was also a high command invitee, um, and did, I think better than I did at high command. And we're playing a Hanley, a Chewy mirror match. Gross, huh. gross. Gross, 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 gross. I was not expecting a mirror match. That's what I was so, going to say. Would not have pegged that. <laughs> The only difference in activations that we had was I had an extra set of rebels and Z6s and medics, and instead he put a third special forces in, in terms of Wookiees. So he had Han, Leia, Chewie, three rebel troopers, one fleet trooper, two snipers, and a set of Wookiees. 
So we we chose to we our skeleton was the same. We just chose to kind of spend our extra chrome in a few other places. And I picked the board edge, and the way some of the terrain worked out, I must have misdone some measurement. Uh, the center piece of terrain and where the the center box went, we played recover supplies, unlimited visibility, and major offensive. Okay. Really kind of benefited him, and he took a huge lead in the early game. He had some great positioning. Um, I kind of won one of the flanks, but he won the center. And uh, Al was, he's kind of a weird player for me to play against because I'm very chatty. And Al didn't mind me being chatty, but he was like very laser focused on what he was doing. (laughs) Um, And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, there's no way to shut Ryan down better than to not engage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. It's the best psychological play. Take away his banter, everyone. It's his siren song. Yeah. And so uh, so we're, we're having our game. Um, I have, like, no way to deal with these Wookiees. Uh, he just owns Chewba- my Chewbacca. Um, the game is kind of going. I'm starting to claw my way back. And the funny thing is, is where all but one turn, because I ran a goofy command hand, I did not bring um, change of plans because I wanted the threat of change of plans to be there. But I ran. Somebody has to save our skins and covering fire instead. <laughs> um, other than change of plans, every turn we played the same command card. <laughs> and the one time he played change of plans, he changed, we changed of plans into the same command card. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of a goofy turn, but the, the, the turn it kind of came down to is turn four when limited visibility was, was fully cleared. Um, we both dropped coordinated bombardment. And his Leia goes first okay. and he makes his plays and he, and he, he's got, uh, we both got one box with a set of snipers. We're fighting over the middle and I don't think anybody's claimed it at that point. And I've got my second box, but he ignored it to get his set of fleet troopers up to the middle. So his safe box hasn't been claimed yet. And he's got a set of snipers um, that kind of curved around the long edge, the towards the middle of the board of major offensive. And he forgets to CB. Oh no! Oh no! He do, he takes his Leia activation, and I pause, and I notice he hasn't CB'd. And I thought it was just because from where we, you know, it's turn three, turn four, like we've pushed towards each other, and so I thought maybe the one set of snipers that I thought he could shoot that have a box. Maybe he just didn't have line of sight from where he was standing. And I couldn't really tell because it was like this crumpled temple that you had to kind of like get your hand inside to move stuff around in. It was a really cool table. So yeah, Al forgot CB. And when I got to pick mine up and play, I managed to pick off both of his sniper strike teams. And his defense dice just were not with him. Um, I got all four hits. He rolled all four blanks. And that caused him to drop a box. And I think his second strike team was going to loop back around and grab his safe box. Um, And the game kind of closed then because I just managed to make sure that he got the center box in the end. But I made sure that he couldn't get either of my two. And he didn't get the actions to be able to pick up his safe box. So Mm -hmm. I felt really bad. But at the end of the day, like we're both 2-0 at an RPQ. Um, and we had played a pretty serious by the book, by the rules game. Like um, we were both laser focused. We both wanted to win, and he was he was definitely ahead until until he wasn't. But that that happens when you play a long day, 
and when you play weird conditions, and that's why I'm always for taking clear conditions out of my deck, is because you need to give your opponent lots of opportunities to make misplays. And if you can force them into a situation that they might not be as familiar with, um, you know, not not to knock Al too much, because it was a good game, and in a lot of places he outplayed me, um, those Wookiees were a great call to include in that list. Um, yeah. It just, uh, it just, it just didn't go go his way at the end. So I kind of like the way you described it earlier because you're both playing mirror list. Mm-hmm. It's the same chassis but with different ornaments on it. Yeah, that's what my entire Concord RPQ was. It's the same basic bone structure, but it's different enough that it feels different. Like every list yeah. didn't feel the same. Now we're all throwing DLT dice, <laughs> but I mean we are. <laughs> that's the nature of imperial play. But, I mean, the, each of them was different enough that I had to be careful to make sure I didn't, oh, yeah, that's what that does. Like, I had to plan differently for each game. It was fantastic. At what point did he realize that he forgot the CV? When I did mine. Okay. Oh. And you well, saw just... the palm of the hand go up to the yeah. forehead. Yeah. And I was like, Don't... and I, I literally just kind of looked at him and said, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't, I didn't speed play him. Like I didn't. He ends his lay right. activation and I immediately go and activate mine. I, I did ask him, "Are you finished?" Um, okay. He said yes. That's so never well, well played. Yeah. You got to find a, a line to where you don't need to be a douchebag about it. But you also, if your opponent makes a misstep, yeah. do your best not to remind them that they did. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was asking because, like, I, I want to make sure we're not encouraging jerkery but at the same time like like you said you're not rpq you're at that level but i mean the fact that you asked are you finished i think yeah. that's totally fair you know i think you gave a, a fair opening there of are you done oh, yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah so it's not like you just it's, like you said you didn't speed play him you didn't just steamroll yeah. it. it there are times i've been reminded of something because my opponent measured for me Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they picked up their measure sticks, went to go measure something. Like, right. oh, that's right, that guy is within range for me to add this extra shot. Yes, thanks, buddy. Oh, <laughs> yes, definitely has happened. No, that's good. I just want so to make there's... sure everyone's happy. You know, yeah, that's, that's really yeah. Um, and that's why whenever I'm done on a turn, I always like to look at my opponent, point at them, and say like, "The play is yours." Um, to like yeah. verbally that's tell something. them like, "I'm done. Yeah. If I've missed anything, that's on me. That's not on you." And yes, I did miss yeah, some big absolutely. things, and we'll get to that. Um, it's a gentleman's game. Yeah, it's a gentleman's game. So, so. We played three rounds, and then we had a, a cut. Um, so at this point, there were two undefeated players out of the 18 because some of the pair downs had done well for themselves. So good on you guys, pair downs. Um, to where it was our top four was myself. Um, actually, Joe DePinto uh, from Legion Academy podcast and kind of the, the face of the 312 Chicago group. Uh, he was actually ahead of me in strength of schedule on Swiss. So he was in the first spot. I was in the second spot. Um, Paul, who, as a good friend of the show, played with Will at the kickoff event last year at Adepticon. Me and him have chit-chatted at a couple of their events over the course of the year. A good friend. Um, and then a guy from Milwaukee, Dylan, uh, were the top four. But there were only two undefeateds. Only me and Joe had actually gone undefeated because Joe and Paul had just played the round before. Right. And so we, we got the TO over there and we said, do we really need to play a cut to top four? Even though that's (laughs) what you said we were going to do at the start of the day, but there's only me and Joe are, are the only undefeateds. And yes, it is selfish for us to advocate for this because it's one less game we have to play and one game we have to risk losing. 
but there's only two of us that are that are three zero. Right. And the TO left it up to us, and if we could unanimously say we we didn't want to play the the extra game, we wouldn't. And so we kind of worked it out between us because the other guys obviously wanted a shot at the RPQ, um, which I don't begrudge them at all. And so we met in the middle because the way the Swiss pairings were supposed to work, or the knockout pairings were supposed to work, is Joe and Paul were supposed to play again. Ugh. <laughs> and so we compromised and said we will play the the, the full rounds um, but Joe's going to play Dylan and I'm going to play Paul. And I want you guys to put the backdrop on because behind us um, at various parts of the day, they had the world's group stage streaming. And so we've got like this super hyper competitive meta of all the snipers and all these kind of similar lists, except for, for Lupos really um, there were some of the Imperial lists at worlds had some variety, but then you had the hot garbage that made up our top four. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm running Han Leia Chewy. Um Joe is running middle management with Krennic and Veers, uh Death Trooper Triple Sabs and four Medbots Storm Squads. Wow. Oh, or three Medbot Storm Squads and one Snow Squad with a Medbot and a Flamer. Um uh, Dylan was running what he called, I, I believe he called it like the two by two and it's Veers Boba, two storms, two snows, two snipers, two E-webs. Okay. Wait, why would you not call that Noah's Ark? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> and then my man, Paul, because he hates snipers, he took my man. The, yeah. Leia Chewy, three repair bots, Triple ATRT. Yes. I I just want to stand up and clap for him. I <laughs> yeah, just right? want to slow yeah. clap. Let's Dwayne the Rock Johnson this clap here. Yeah. So <laughs> I I'm actually would have preferred to play Dylan's list. Um, yes, I would think so. <laughs> I the only source of impact I have in my entire army is Chewbacca, um, and so I've got Chewy shots and brains and brawn are the only ways I can try to bring these ATRTs down. Well, Leia has a crit. Yeah, well, Leia and Han and Chewie all search crit. So there is that. I don't know. I think this was vengeance for all the time Ben rolled me off the table. <laughs> me and Paul sit down and we play intercept transmission, minefields, major offensive. Which I love. I, I love all of those things. Together. Yeah. Paul's bag bit him to where his ATRTs came out first. Ooh. And then they came out last on turn two. Ugh, gross. Um, so he couldn't really activate those when he wanted to. Chewy, as Chewy does, always comes out of the bag at the wrong time. And then my Z sixes never threw not two crits. Ooh. <laughs> like I was dice salty for Paul, and he's trying to be like the because he's the nicest person in the world. He's trying to be so nice about it, and like it's just a game, it's a dice game. We agreed to play it. We're having a good time, and I'm just like, well, I'm gonna pick up these dice, and you're gonna die, and then I would pick up, you know, five black dice, six white dice, and get seven hits. You <laughs> did. Well, three of them. Were Tim crits. and I have complained about that. Tim and I have complained about that with you. The white dice when they spike spike so hard oh yeah. yeah 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 but i've also said on this podcast you don't have to worry about cover or armor if you just throw in crits that's right that's right that's um, correct. so with his lack of of troopers because he has all his goal with this list is to get his rts into a spot and just mow down whatever it is you're trying to do and have like leia and chewy and a couple of squads come in 
and pick up the pieces. Um, but they do so much. Those RTs, when they're hot, do so much damage with an aim token and search to crit. Like, you're going to do an immense amount of damage with them. And they had they had obviously done well for him because he had gone 2-1 and one and only lost to the guy who was in the top of Swiss. Uh, but my dice could do no wrong. His dice could do no right. His ATRT dice just ran out of gas. And he told me before the game, like, his ATRT dice have been rolling hot all day. And they just, Uh-oh. they were not in our game. And so I felt really bad. But a one, so I was also kind of happy. Now, <laughs> I got up that morning and drove two hours. I have now started a Legion tournament at 8.30, 8.45 in the morning. Oh, um, and just played four games of Legion. That is the most I've ever played in a day at, at stuff like Gen Con or Adepticon. You, you play four rounds. And now I got Joe from the Legion Academy podcast. As my as my final boss, because because Joe manages to 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 beat Dylan, <laughs> and I don't think there was half a brain between the two of us left. <laughs> so you texted us. It was ten o'clock Eastern time, yeah, like ten ten fifteen. Something very like concerned. That. Very concerned. I had I had already brought home my leftover um, Peruvian rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I hate you I so had much. Already started watching and finished a Robert Redford film he just released on HBO <laughs> and had picked up a book. I had played three games, did my entire tournament, had a beautiful dinner, and was about to go to bed when Ryan says, oh yeah, by the way, I'm playing Joe DePinto in the final matchup. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tim and I both agree, he's a dead man. You're right. yeah. I mean, yeah. good on Ryan, we, he's gotten as high as he's right. going, this yeah. will be the top. Yeah. I, was, and, uh, I told my wife, too, I was like, yeah, well, at least Ryan made it to the second place, that's pretty good, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Alright, so I went to bed. It's, a, it's exactly how that played out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but me and Joe were both just brain dead. Um, he's running Veer's Krennic. He's got four sets of stims across his list and four med bots plus saboteurs. <laughs> um, now, that actually works hugely to my advantage. Because after you've played four games of Legion, eaten a warm pizza during your lunch break and cold pizza whenever you could to try to stay, you know, alive... Um, <laughs> All of our brains had turned to mush. Now, from what I understand, Joe didn't sleep that well the night either, um, the night before. And so we're both like super grumpy. And we're like both big, kind of jolly, boisterous guys. And I want to say we just kind of pointed and grunted at each other for most of the match. (laughs) I had to count my Z6 dice like four times because I couldn't see straight. But Joe's list had so many working parts that, like, yeah. with all of the mines and making sure your stems and your death trooper weapons are in the right places, like, you're juggling, like, a scimitar, a bowling pin, and a rake all at the same time. And my list mm-hmm. is kind of more straightforward. Right. Um, I was blue player again. We played intercept transmissions, advanced positions, which let me close the gap to, to where I could shoot from my where I deployed most of my troopers. Um, and rapid reinforcements, um, and he rapid reinforced a saboteur squad, you know, kind of low impact as far as rapids go. I rapided my fleets because that's what you do with this list. That's what you do. The first die roll of the game was Veers' max firepower. I don't like it when Veers max firepowers into Chewy. Um, (laughs) and so I hang out intentionally a sniper team for him to shoot at because 
most player, most Veers players, most Imperial players I've come across won't pass up an opportunity to knock me down an activation. And I don't like it, but that's a price I'm willing to pay to keep free wounds off of Chewbacca. Sure. Mm-hmm. He rolls four beautiful hits, doesn't need the aim token he took. I pick up my white t-shirt dice, shake up, shake the three around a little bit, and roll three blocks. <laughs> so it's going to be that kind of game. Well, yeah, I expected my guys to, to die, but I did have an out if he only gets one of them. I did deploy a medic squad kind of behind them, behind some line of sight blocking terrain, so Veers couldn't shoot them. Um, but that save just kind of set the tone, and it's not often that you see it. But I turn, he turn one played max firepower. I turn one played uh, covering fire because with advanced positions and we both marching up towards each other meant we were at range three. I had a little bit better hard cover between us. And so I just got to turn one, sit and shoot and get all these dodge tokens up. Mm. And it's not often rebel players can say this, but I won the gun line battle. Oh, wow. And then once... Well, and because all my rebel troopers covered Han and Chewie as they approached, and Leia even got into the fight quite a bit trying to pick off saboteurs. Mm-hmm. Um, my two snipers pinned down his uh, far objective that he was trying to keep, and then when rapid reinforcements hit, I put my fleets on his safe uh, intercept tower that he was only holding with his saboteurs, and so on the odd number turns he would pop them out. And then on the even number turns, he would retreat back to score, which is really Mm. clever. Um, But my single set of fleets, which are expensive, but they're like 86 points, took the attention of all three of his saboteurs for probably three turns to where he wasn't getting up to the to the mines to to mine the center like he really wanted to. Right. Right. Um, We were both making misplays left, right and center. The first unit that I lost was a was a medic squad without. Luckily, it was my medic squad without a Z6 and Chewbacca's just sitting there not guardianing (laughs) because once again, my brain is a gummy worm. Um, (laughs) He takes on the final turn. He takes a shot at one of my units to try to get it off the board to make us tie the the middle point but he picks the unit that was probably going to panic anyway instead of there were (laughs) there were two two health units and one of them had like nine suppression tokens one of them had one and he shoots the one with nine um all of our brains were just garbage um but endurance is i guess a part of legion now when you have to play five rounds in an rpq so I think you've missed a very important part of the story. Yes. What was the ambiance and the background of this match? Oh, yeah, that was funny. Well, um, you two are grunting at each other. So uh, God bless him. I got to meet a cool guy named Jay who was a big fan of both of our shows. And he stayed. Uh, he ran triple bikes. It was awesome. Uh, yes. But he stayed throughout the whole day. Like, And he stayed to watch us. But eventually all the guys that rode with Joe, uh, the, uh, the T.O., and everybody else who was just hanging out about – after turn two, people got tired of watching our game because, I mean, it wasn't good Legion, folks. It was, it looked <laughs> like two drunk people playing Legion. <laughs> so I just kind of look over Joe's shoulder because I'm uh, my back is to the back of the store, and they're just playing Ticket to Ride. So we have the end of <laughs> the end of of a five game Legion day, and we're me and Joe are just sweating bullets. Um, we're, we're so high stress. We both really want this and they're playing ticket to ride <laughs> and you're just hearing stuff like, well, I'll play my four pink cards or give me that locomotive. 
<laughs> it was, I mean, it was, you didn't hear the, it was very the usual different. threats with Ticket to Ride? Because Ticket to Ride threats are normally like, so help me God, if you take that bridge to Nashville, That's I will right. murder you. That's, right. That's my red line. That's my red line. Uh, Why are you in Canada? That makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, it was, it was That's pretty not your entertaining. Goal. Um, my we Delightful. other than the the opening salvo of years is uh, max firepower. I feel like the dice were somewhat even. We definitely spiked at certain points, both of us. Um, Joe's bombs did amazing work. Um, I don't. The only time I want to say Joe didn't roll max damage on a mine was when he was rolling against his own dudes. Um, <laughs> So, because he got it got to the point, it got so scrappy that he was bombing three of his own activations to try to get to two of mine. Um, but when those one of those activations is death troopers, you're more willing to risk it if you can try to kill Han. But yeah, it was it was a super knockdown drag out, one of the toughest games of Legion I've ever had to play, and I managed to pull it out, winning the the eighteen man five freaking rounds. Um, I'm, I hardly remember the last game, so everything I said could have been a lie. I don't know. It's what I think happened. It's what I vaguely remember in my dreams. You were state. actually playing Ticket to Ride the whole time. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That's the truth. So, um, if you want to see a picture of Ryan's trophy, where it looks like it's about to be murdered in a strange hotel room, uh, right. be sure to check out our Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitters. Yeah, right. it was... Uh, I, I felt pretty good after winning that, and then... It, through my sleep delirium driving two hours back making it like a 22 hour day for me um, but it was fun I got to meet a ton of cool people um, Chris who ran the thing did a great job everybody had fun he stayed the whole night the game store Misty Mountain Games did not care did not make us feel bad for staying there till you know almost one in the morning I left at like 1245 um, all of my opponents were great everybody had a good time um we had the, the world stream in the background. We had a big monitor with time. We all had tons of room to play. They provided nice. free water bottles for us. So they just had like a couple Ooh, coolers full of water. So that was super good. rad. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, it was one, it was, I'm going to say it. Abe, he put us to shame. Like it's the best non premier Legion tournament I've ever been to. Hmm. Um, it was so much, I had such a good time. Got to meet a bunch of listeners, got to see a bunch of old friends, got to make a lot of new friends. Um, so, that gives us another standard we have to live up to. Yeah, it really it really does. Um, so, and by the way, um, like I said, two of the three members of the Legion Academy podcast were there. Um, go listen to their show if you don't already. If you listen to us, I'm sure you listen to them. Um, but they I do an so. actual really great show that I that I like a lot. So yeah, oh yeah. So Ryan was making a big deal about how many high command players were at his event. Um, and the highest placing high command player was what number fourteen? You said? Ah, uh, no, uh, eleven. I had the whole. You, you told me fourteen earlier. Otherwise, this joke falls very flat. No, you you <laughs> were you were ahead, Ben. Oh, but you were ahead, ahead by one yes. place. So it turns out, you know, Screw Tape, a very good player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just wrecked a very much smaller field. Yeah, he wrecked a very much smaller <laughs> tournament. Uh, let me pull pull the numbers here. Um. No, we don't need the exact numbers. Anymore. That's okay. Had to make sure that everyone knew that I played yes. the highest. Uh, Screwtape <laughs> finished 13th, and Paul was 14, and Joe was 15. Okay. And I was 20. So. And I play Ryan all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the flip side of all of this. Yeah, the, so what'd you do, too? <laughs> on the total other flip side of this, um, I played an online game 
uh, with a friend <laughs> last, night last night because I need to play Legion and I've not played Legion in I don't know how long. It's probably been almost a month and it, it hurts. Uh, we won't get into details. Well, June's been a really, really bad month for me and it's just been a whole mess. And so I really needed some Legion in my life and it just wasn't there. Um, and so... Fortunately, well, my in our friend, defense, we were yes. going to play on Wednesday of last week. We were. Well, we were. And yes. then we had some people not show up, and yes. then we all, the three of us, looked at each other and said, "Hey, you can play a board game too." So we did that instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So that's what we did. But so I've been been dying to play Legion, um, and so I played last night. Taught my friend Jake how to play. He was a really good sport, uh, and I played for the first time. I was thinking back to my memories. I don't think I've ever done this before. Really Drum roll, please. I'm, yeah. Oh, well, disgusting drumroll. <laughs> rebels. I played as Rebels. Oh, it, it makes me sick to sing You mean Ewok drumroll, please. Yeah. Oh, God. Those little furry <laughs> monsters. Um, so, yes, I played Rebels. I gave him the Vader list. Um, and it's really interesting. I was talking to the guys about this before we started recording. Doing this in this format, especially, it's not only playing Rebels, but playing Rebels as a teaching game was interesting so i did it simply for the fact of again being an online game i didn't want him to see a whole bunch of imperials on the table and get confused at who's who and i i want to make it as easy as possible to learn so i said okay let me bite the bullet and play the other guys (sighs) making a list was hard (laughs) because i don't know (laughs) like i don't know like let me do this let me throw this i think i was like 10 points below or 15 points below or i just threw it together um I was playing the game and I realized I was missing things or I had miskitted things. Like, yeah, that's a mistake, whatever. Um, but I did it so that he could play Imperials. So again, like I said, we can distinguish units, but also because me as a teacher, me being the one who knows more and is teaching him, I want to be able to, in a split second, say, oh, this does that. Right. He's already coming from the camp of looking at a, a wholly new system, knowing almost next to nothing. It doesn't need to get slowed down and bogged down more with, oh, what does that do again? Um, Oh, you know what? No, no, that doesn't do that. Oh, no, that does this. No, no, that does that. He wants it to be as clear and concise as possible. And so I needed to give him what I was most educated on. So while it was hard for me to build a rebel list, I made his list in like, less than five minutes you know just bam bam throw it together all right we're good sweet this does that this does that um and it felt really good i never really thought about this before in making a list because again you get so used to making it you don't think about it but if you zoom out and think about the whole process of making lists it felt really good to make something and just know it by heart uh remind me a lot of x-wing back when I still have my X-Wing stuff. I keep saying I'm going to play X-Wing. I'm going to get back there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but in X-Wing, you know, we would drive in the car and we'd just be shouting out lists and, and shouting out point values and things like that. And it just it's a good feeling. It's nice to know something that well. Um, and even after you've not played for a month, to refresh it. It's like opening up a good book, almost. Um, like your favorite book, I should say. So that's lesson number one. So I learned a lot, even though I was teaching. And then the other thing that needs to be discussed is white dice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Ryan, no, no, no. Don't you save your cheering and your jeering. So Ryan and I go back and forth about dice and he's like, my white dice are awful. And I go, my red dice are awful just because they're awful. 
and I realize what it is. And I now again, having played it this way, I now have some more insight into myself and into how I play Legion and why I get so upset on top of just the self-loathing that just underlies everything. That's just generic in general. But it's when I pick up red dice to block, I have hope. I know that I have a better die, <laughs> and I know maybe maybe I surge, maybe I don't surge. But even stormtroopers not surging on defense doesn't matter. I know that I have a good defense die, and I roll my dice, and then because again it's just an underlying self-loathing that just in, infects the dice themselves, they blank out and I die. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting. My white dice, because I've played against white dice long enough. I didn't do that because I went into it assuming I was going to die. Yeah, every time you pick <laughs> I, up the dice, you know they're dead. Right. As soon as I as soon as I was defending any time, I said, "Okay, well, I'm going to die here. Or I'm going to lose some hit points here." Uh, I had an ATRT, and my ATRT melted because I just couldn't roll a block. Uh, second nope. ATRT, almost he was had one health left. He was broken, had one health left. Um, no blocks. I don't think that my ATRTs ever rolled a block. Nope, you gotta and treat can... every ATRT and Chewbacca block like a little Christmas present. Right, exactly. But that's is. but that's the thing is I I never expected to get a block. I was yeah. never surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, okay. And if I got a block, it, I was a sh- in a utter shock. <laughs> it, and I'm with you this, this Tim. Like I said, my two games where I lost, part of it I can point at red dice and go, all the surges in the world. My guys don't surge on defense, right? Because they probably shouldn't. Right. I mean, I'm like, right. I, I'm expecting more blocks than I'm getting, and I'm right. super angry about this because I know what the math says. Right. I know what should be here, right? And it's not. And but that's white, what... like when my sni- when my imperial scouts yeah. start taking hits, I roll white dice and pray, right. and then I do surge. I'm like, oh, well, look at that. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's it's when you roll the red dice when the math is on your side and you mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. blank, and that's what gets so well, upsetting. As an English teacher, I will tell you, math is never on your side. <laughs> a book is, and never the math. As someone who's bad at math, I agree with you. <laughs> Both with the Z6 and just your general white dice in general. Uh, pro tip yes. for you guys at home. If you pick up all your dice and as you're shaking them, proclaim rebellions are built on hope, it helps. <laughs> it's true. I've seen it happen. And unfortunately, he's right. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of rebel voodoo magic, but it's fine. Uh, again, learning game. It was fun. Uh, we ended up calling, I think, at the end of round three. We didn't have a timer on it. Um, uh, we were just doing, I think, just recover the supplies. Again, just teaching the things. Uh, I will say fleets mvp i didn't even build them quite correctly yes. but we got yes <laughs> it got 10 hits on vader and it was <laughs> actually 11 but he spent a dodge token so he got 11 hits on vader and That's it just gross they lost two of them and and he's still like it, uh it, he died it was it was gross well yeah um, i mean yeah. he'd already been hit but at least before. at least he killed two with a reflect it's like yeah he, he had some damage from before and he, I think he had seven health, le- no, six health left, something like that. And he just, it was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> and and yeah. I will say, if you're teaching the game to people, Vader's a good way to go. Yes. I, I know I yes. can hear the audience, but you want to get them hooked to play again. And he's so iconic. Yes. Yep. Well, and that's, I mean, I definitely hyped him up. I said, if you can get to me, I'm scared. Like, you're going to just murder everything. Mm-hmm. And again, I was able to get him. And that was some lucky rolls, too, on my part. But like, I was like, I, I want to shoot him. Like, I'm going to shoot him. Um, Han Solo also ruined his day, and that justified more of my hatred of Han. I hated so myself good. for playing him. No, he's, uh, he is good, and I hate him. 
reckless diversion saved my entire squad or my entire team basically because every time uh-huh. it's like i throw this at, at so-and-so no you don't you shoot that hans or that's it <laughs> and hans like no thank you i will block this yes. i will uh, block this i did have I the sad moment that. i did have the sad moment i killed vader before he could use master of evil and oh. so then when it came yeah it came time for his turn he's like so do i still get to do the master of evil thing i said no i'm nope, sorry because he's dead but that's why i killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. i will say um so we were watching the world stream on sunday and talking yes. to ryan about it because he was waiting at an airport to not fly home. And that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, that we were, t- that I heard them say on the stream, Alex Davies said, you know, we print lots of dice and, but you know, they're not exactly up to Vegas standards. So there'll be some inconsistencies. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. My hatred is, gl- is, is warranted. Hooray. Vindication. <laughs> this podcast uh, brought to you by the FFG dice pack. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I didn't mention this. Uh, my second round opponent, he used the dice app. Oh really? Uh, How'd that go? He, he asked me if I mind. He's like, no, I don't mind as long as you're not shaking the thing around. He had a he had an, uh, a you know a, a pad, so it was nice and big. And honestly, oh, I kind of we've talked about it before, and I may go back to the dice app. I'm not you opposed. Just, I'm not opposed. Of course, I, Alex Davy did offer the dice pack as well, or the you know the dice app. Yeah, because there's five more dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> this podcast also brought to you by the the Legion dice app. <laughs> So if you have not checked out our photos, our video, our all the things you find us online, check us out of the Instagram. Ryan and I both posted like Mad Men. I know it's been a little while since we posted updates and those kind of things, but we were out doing great fun things. Check us out. Yep. It is fantastic. Yes. We are at SWStabcast on the Instagram. And you can also find us on the Facebook, Twitter, iTunes. Basically, wherever you can find a better podcast, we're trying to tag along as well. That's so we're right. there too. And again, we're just at SWStabcast. So you can look for us too if you're really that bored. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support the show directly, you can buy some cool t-shirts uh, at teespring.com slash stores slash Stabcast. But I'm going to actually tell you not to do that. Because we're working on some new branding, <laughs> some new logos and stuff, so you should probably save your save your dollars, unless you want the old ones as collectors' items. That's right. Um, set, drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail on what you want us to talk about. Feedback is always welcome. I got some great feedback from a bunch of people in uh, in Wisconsin when I was visiting about what they like and what they don't like about the show. We're welcome to both um, because you guys are the reason that we do this. Uh, so drop us a line, questions, concerns, thoughts, critiques, show topics, whatever, just to say hey. Um, wait, 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 wait. We're taking advice from drunk cheeseheads now? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, feels, I mean, that's just what we aspire offensive. to at the end of the day. So, <laughs> I say this as a man who has a cheese bow tie that he picked up the last time he was in Wisconsin on a fishing I would, say, trip. I would right. gladly so, be a I love drunk cheeseheads. I love you people. <laughs> so fun. You can also find us on the Discord server at uh, Stabcast Ryan, Stabcast Ben, Stabcast Tim. Uh, tag us anything you want us to see because I don't think either of us are on Discord as much as we probably should be. I definitely um, don't have it open right now as you say that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, come, come check us out. Tag us on there. Um, but if you don't want to see us on the interwebs, uh, the Stabcast is kind of going on tour this fall. Woohoo. Uh, we really are. We're yeah, doing this yeah. summer and fall. We're doing quite a bit of traveling. So uh, coming up in July, July 13th, uh, in coordination with ATC, um, which uh, Dicehead Games puts on a big Warhammer event where they rent out a huge campground and they have this huge, awesome team event. Uh, We're going to be running a Legion event alongside it. Sadly, 
organized play didn't quite have all their ducks in a row when we were talking to them about it. So it is not a rally point. There is no invite on the line, but they did send us some prizes that I oh, haven't good. seen yet. So I can't oh, nice. talk about yet, yeah. um, but we're going to have some cool stuff supported. So you should definitely come. Uh, it's going to be a really fun event and we want to grow it into the biggest Legion tournament in the Southeast. Uh, so come check it out on July 13th at Dicehead Games in the Cleveland Mall. So it's kind of, uh, it's like what, 20, 25 minutes outside Chattanooga? So if you're in Atlanta, if you're in Nashville, if you're in maybe even Louisville, Kentucky, or, you know, South Georgia, you should definitely come out, North Carolina, come out and play with us. Uh, it'll be a blast. Right. And most importantly, we can yeah. all get City Cafe after and have massive pieces of cake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Great cheesecake so joint just down the road. Yeah. Victory pie or defeat pie. It still right. tastes good. Yeah. It's pie either way, man. Uh, yeah. And so that's July. Uh, August, we are going to be at Gen Con. All the Stabcast is playing on that Thursday. Yeah. Ooh, we're planning a little meet and greet afterwards. We're going to take you to our favorite pizza place in Indy. Um, and really, it's, it's a fantastic place. Come come tell us stories. Come tell us about victories. Come give us advice, apparently. That's what we're doing now. To, yeah, to be but, fair, hold on. <laughs> to be fair, it's also the only pizza place I've been to in Indy. But it's still our favorite um, pizza place in Indy. Well, I've I had pizza places, someplace yeah. else. Okay, but yeah. well, neat. Okay, I mean, well, they're more pizza curious than I am, I guess. But I mean, it's, sorry. Yeah, exactly. No, this pizza place is fantastic. I really can't praise this place enough. I mean, I, if you've ever seen pictures of us that we post on the Instagram, we're plush size people you know yeah me and we like to carry guys, around little right, excess guys. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm neither a skinny person though so <laughs> so we like to eat when we go out so come join us for supper afterwards and then um that happens in august and then in september sci-fi is having his own rpq we've Ooh. got some big plans in the event for that we're making some tables we're talking yeah. designs we're talking prizes so we were just talking about that actually today before the podcast started it's gonna be so awesome come see us it's gonna be so great so great uh, in October, me and Ben are planning a little road trip uh, down to New Dude. Orleans and then to go play in the Mississippi uh, Rally Point Qualifier. So if you're going to be down there, how do you pronounce the name of the city, Ben? In Gaucher. In Gaucher. We're going right. to go to Gaucher, I Mississippi. I looked that up to make sure. Gaucher, <laughs> Mississippi. Uh, that's Jer- For those of you that know Jeremiah Road Dog, that's uh, his store. He's putting it on. And we, uh, we're going to journey down there and spend a couple of days in New Orleans and then go play some Legion on the way home. And it's going to be, it's going to be a ton of fun. So hope to see you guys down there. So that's October, November, December, rough times for all of us. As always, you know, holidays and trips and well, all that kind of jazz. Maybe so. there's a, yeah. I'm looking, they just added another grand championship at the beginning of November. Oh man. T- to where? And St. Louis. Yeah. Saw that. Oh, I love St. Louis. At, yeah. War- but at I can't the Warfare it. weekend and Jeremiah and Brendan Franz are both running it. Who are two yeah. people Ooh. that I love. Yeah. I saw that uh, pop up. <laughs> so I'm going to see how many vacation days I have left. <laughs> yeah, right. I, and I'll be honest with you, St. Louis is in that nine-hour bubble because yep. Knoxville is magically it nine is. hours from everywhere. I yeah. immediately <laughs> looked it up. It's like seven uh, hours. So it's perfect. Stabcast may be there, may not. We'll, we'll see. Um, but then in November, we're also – my birthday's in November, and my birthday weekend is the Indianapolis RPQ. And right now, the tentative plan is to, to go up to that one. So that'll be fun. I don't know who all is joining me, but but I'll go. I'll say, neat. Didn't know that plan, but okay. <laughs> you um, can do that. And then in uh, January, Tim, yes. where are we going? We're going to Vegas, baby. Yeah. We are going to be going to the LVO. It looked like so much fun last time. I was really, really sad I couldn't make it. Um, Ryan had I'm asked so me, and I, at the time, trip. I just couldn't do it, couldn't make it work. 
Um, this I, time, I'm going to be so jealous when y'all are posting from there. Yes. I, it's going to be nothing but, but snarky comments mm-hmm. and yes. catty comments. You'll yep. have a cardboard cut I, out I of hope bed. You lose so I can make yes. fun of you when you come back because I'm <laughs> so jealous of this trip. <laughs> yes, we'll be at LVO. It is the what twenty weekend of the twenty fourth. I don't know. It's it's Somewhere. January. It's, yeah, yeah, late yeah. January. My yeah. boss approved me to be off for it, so we're good. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that on my end, but I bought my tickets. So I'll be there. <laughs> I'm gonna work from afar. Um, but yeah, so we'll be at LVO and we'll be rolling out on those dice tables. And once we inevitably lose, we'll go out and roll out on some other dice tables somewhere else yep. on the strip. So that's fine. Uh, and might even be joined by the misses. So I'm not oh, sure. Oh, nice. Yet. Yes, so I might make a whole trip out of it. So we'll see. But in other news, before all these cool things going on, we have we have new things finally being beseeched upon us. I thought they're supposed to be here last week. Well, shush! <laughs> don't you blaspheme them. <laughs> Sabine and Bosco dropping supposedly, 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 and I believe the Friday after this podcast should release. Yep. So just as, you know, we got this cool world's meta, and then, you know, I felt like I played the next meta where everyone was playing not not triple sniper, and now Sabine and Bosk is going to be here, and the meta just changed again. So I love it. I love it. I'm so and I also excited. love a Legion community, I should have said this earlier, that says, oh, that's where they're playing at Worlds? Let us play none of those things. Yeah, let's let's have <laughs> yeah, our top four I be triple ATRT, double E Web, Han, Leia, Chewie, and Saboteurs. Oh, I like, love it. That is a that's a Knoxville ethos. Like that is what we believe. That yeah, is that's what, what that's, that's what this stabcast yeah. does. Well, again, going back to not to keep referencing back to a different game, but for X Wing, we were known in the area and in a big area too. This always surprised mm-hmm. me when we go to those faraway tournaments. Everyone knew X Wing is just weird in Knoxville, and we just yep. flew the weirdest stuff. <laughs> I will did. never forget Ben's butt junk list, where his whole list's job was just to drop junk out his rear. That's mm-hmm. it. That's what it did. He didn't win, but he had fun. We made so, job a year and a half later. A man stopped me and was like, "I remember that list, and that was the greatest day I've ever seen." That's right. <laughs> I was go, like, go, "I will take that Knoxville. praise, sir. That's right. <laughs> I will take that praise." That's right. But, but, Bosk, yeah, Bosk is awesome. Uh, I've gotten a chance to play with him a little bit early. Um, there were so many times watching games recently, uh, including watching Worlds, where I was thinking, oh, you know, a Dioxys charge could really change the game right here. That's a bunch of clumped up units. It'd be a real shame if something happened. Uh, it's just amazing. It's just auto. You know, you already have a good dice roll with it, and then you have the auto damage to it, too. Um, yeah. It just can't be stopped. It's it, just, huh. I, I don't think. In my RPQ, the entire conversation was about Sabine. Yeah. And it could be because we're Imperial players, and sure. so we were trying You're to figure afraid. out how we're going to stop her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the conversation was all – we all realized Bosk is good, and he'll right. be in there. He'll be in our list. But right. how do you play against Sabine? It was the conversation well, all day long. And it's I think Luke my and thing – Han all rolled into one. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think my thing with Bosk is why I like him so much. It's with that grenade and just him in general. He is a good unit. Uh, if you can keep him alive, he's a little, little papery even with his regen, but that happens. Um I think the right. thing is is that even though you won't maybe wipe out a unit with your nades or anything like that, you can change the swing of the game so much. You can yep. set up everything else in your army. Because I think people, when he first launched, people were like, oh, well, he's not going to be wiping every single squad, although he does pretty good jobs of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. If but you let's look just at say his other two it. command cards, they just delete I know. Oh, units. It's so I know. good. I understand that. But I'm saying, for especially on his grenade side, 
people were thinking, oh, that's not going to do that much damage, even with his auto damage. No, but it can get everything else lined up. Yeah. He, I think it's going to help break that. this gun line meta, where you just yeah. kind of bunch all your dudes together and fire yeah. all your DLTs. Oh, please, go ahead, bunch them together. And I, I, really and I think run... Sabine will do that, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I yes. agree. I agree. But I really want to run Boskin Palp. I've seen it played around with a little bit, so I'm not going to you know be like, I'm the first person to do that. But... Uh, I want to toy with it, mess with Boskin Palp. I think it'd be really fun. I don't know if it'd be good. I think it's going to be fun. And again, if you clench your units up, why don't I just give you Dioxys Grenade one turn, and then yep. now you will die the next turn, and I'll just... I'll just All while you. Palp is pulling the strings and Bosk is shooting twice. Right. And it's, yeah, exactly. Cool. exactly. See, I, w- I really hope Sabine is what gets me to put Jin on the table. Okay. That's like, I, every nice time thought. I go to put Jin on the table, I can't do it, and I go back to Leia. Leia's she, tried and true. because she's, she's half the cost. Exactly. That's really, she's half the cost. <laughs> and so I'm hoping I can find a way to make uh, Sabine and, and Jin do a thing. But I probably won't. I'll just put Sabine on the table. <laughs> <laughs> With Leia. <laughs> yeah, now that, I, now that I've got this RPQ invite under my belt, and like I won... A tournament with a lot of good players and just a lot of players. I don't feel like for the next little while I've got something to prove. I don't know what I'm going to experiment with. Like part Are of you me is play Imperials. No, I mean, I'm not going to own Imperials. Far. But part of me is like, <laughs> do I go and revisit the Pizza Gun? Do I do I oh, spend absolutely. a couple tournaments and try to figure oh, out yes. how to make the Pizza yes. Gun great the first I want time? You bring bring your Pizza Gun and ATRTs together, please. Hang on, would it be the first time? Didn't we have an LVO list that had pizza gun? Yeah, in King, it, Kingsley, Kingsley had yes. a pizza gun. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Um, are you bringing two pizza guns? Are you doubling down on the pizza? No, I, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> um, I don't, and I don't know that it's going to be pizza guns. I'm, I'm going to sh- try to work with either for ATC. My goal is to either have a pizza gun, gin, or Pathfinders, or an X34. Um, I'm going to put one of those four things well, on my list. Not all four. Um, that would be crazy. <laughs> but like, That's where the dare. The, the four like undervalued rebel units uh, try, to, try to work some magic I, with. I was just about to southern draw. Bet you won't. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not it... Brett. Like, you can't... I'll just I'll just say you're right. I won't. And then show you my cool RPQ trophy. You can't <laughs> say his name. I, I, yeah. We, we remember Arch and me the podcast. Um, right. I. I think you, I, if you can show me how to make Pathfinders work correctly, or Jin for that matter. I mean, I, you've used Jin well. You have in the games you and I have played. But I just don't see her point value, or the Pathfinder's point value. Yeah. As well as I do other units. Yeah, and that's the thing. is they're, It's their fine units, but there's just stuff right now that's just better. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i got some things uh, think tanking. And uh, Paul, who I got to see up in, up in Wisconsin, who took uh, top four. Uh, he's got a list that me and him cooked up this week uh, together, oh, God. and he's contractually obligated to if he beats some of you uh, between now and you know next convention season with it. He's he has to say this list brought to you by the Stabcast. Yes, um, yes. excellent. <laughs> Paul is a trap. I got That's that right. far in Gen Con, That's and then Ryan claimed credit for it for the next year and a half. That's right. Yeah, it's, yeah, true. it's, it's a really it's a really cool list. I'm I'm excited to see what he can make work with it because I think it plays to his strength as a player. All right, so looking at our personal clock, we've been talking for an hour and 35 minutes about the cool RPQ that we have done, that we have been playing in, and there was something else going on this weekend. Just a little tournament. Just a little tournament. Just a little tournament. 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 I mean, it was twice the size of Ben's tournament and half the size of mine. (laughs) (laughs) 
was like what four times the size of mine thing that I played <laughs> last night. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it was <laughs> something like that. So the world championship, yay! It was Hooray! a thing that happened. Yep. Um, our store talked about streaming it because they had beautiful television set up, and that's where they put our big giant timer, and it was beautiful. But we were also concentrated on each other. None of us watched it. <laughs> uh, we we somebody had it on, but I was too engrossed in games, and a bunch of people were, were sending out and hollering updates about who was who was doing what. Uh, so I didn't get to watch any of it on Saturday. I was sadly I was in the mountains, and there was no service. I had enough of a bar to send and receive text messages, hooray, but not enough to stream. Because trust yeah. me, what is this? Is this 2001? I was in the ba- back of a baby shower up in the mountains <laughs> trying to stream Legion on my phone, looking at my phone, totally antisocial, which I don't normally do, but it's the world championship. I want to watch it. And uh, to be fair, just so you guys are in on, on our secret, our goal when we figured out that Tim wasn't going to be able to go to an event this weekend, we we're like, because there was another event in Chattanooga that the enemy yes. of the podcast did win. Wait, um, shoo, why'd you have to say that? I was just going to say he went there and things happened. We don't have to, we don't have to really address what <laughs> no, happened. Good job, Brad. I'm proud of you. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> you did good. But Tim's yeah. job was, since he couldn't go anywhere, I was going to do my bat rep from win, lose, or draw in Wisconsin. Ben was going to do his bat rep, win, lose, or draw from Concord. And Tim was, his bat reps were going to be like his summation of the world championships. And he dropped yeah. the ball. Good job, Tim. It was pretty neat. <laughs> it was pretty neat. <laughs> hey, guys, play some games, eh? <laughs> so let's first talk about format let's talk about the visual format it was beautiful the stuff yeah. i watched on sunday ffg took out put all the money into the cameras yeah. and the overlays and the chirons and, and over the, tape, the shoulder shots and the yeah, tables beautiful. that they that they got from sean oh. at the terrain studio um also legion academy podcast uh was phenomenal Absolutely. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that final table at the final game, mm-hmm. I would love yeah. to have that. So yeah. good. Um, um, speaking of the overlay, um, it looks like FFG did fire five different people from the yes, overlay job. Yes, they did. Every, oh, that was a every time we turned around, it was a Monty <laughs> Python joke. Like, I mean, it was just... A, uh, at one <laughs> those point, people have been sacked. Those in charge of sacking have also themselves been sacked. <laughs> yeah, at um, one point, but, the overlay just... It literally just switched to... It was just gibberish. <laughs> you missed it. But every single part, like there were three parts of the overlay, it just went to like someone just slammed the keyboard down, and that's, that's what happened. With their head. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the format of the tournament, I thought for an eight man tournament over two days, was actually really cool. Because yeah. oh yeah, these guys at the elite top level also had to play five games, but they had two days to do it. They were. And- they were split into into groups of four, if those of you, I don't know who isn't aware of this, but they were split into groups of four, and then at the top, they played round robin, much like Ben's tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and, like the best. <laughs> and then played uh, played the top two of each group, made a single elimination cut on Sunday. So it was actually a really cool format uh, for all the players to, to not just do a single limb game where you flew all the way to Minnesota, played one game, lost, and went home. <laughs> and see that was a com- that was a concern that I had when they announced the original setup. Right, I was like, "You're only bringing eight people to Worlds. They're going to play twice and then call it a day." Like that's it's. It, but I love the format. I yeah, love the it was, format. It was it was great. Um, nobody went fully. Uh, nobody won every game and nobody lost every game. Everybody at least got a win and a loss. So right. even our even our champion uh, had a had a game taken off of him, which was really cool. Um, 
shows to goes to show like how balanced and competitive this this top echelon of players is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And the list, I mean, the list themselves were good. Yeah. They I were. mean, I mean, rebels were a lot of wonder twins. There were. Um, it's what they do. Z sixes are cheap, and when they mm-hmm. spike, they spike hard. So I mean, that's what rebels are mostly doing here. I will say things I see, saw a lot of. I'm browsing through the list right now. You can find them online. Uh, you can go to Orchimedes. Never tell me the odds. He posted them right there. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of Rebel sh- Commando strike teams. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of sniper strike teams. It's a lot of them. Well, the, there's basically two Rebel lists. <laughs> like there's there's four, but there's there's two. There was uh, three of them played Wonder Twins with Triple Sniper, and then uh, Lupo played. Wonder Twins with saboteurs instead, and yes. the upgrades are in different places, um, but they're they fill kind of a similar archetype, with the exception yes. being Luco. And there were like I wouldn't have thought, but the variety was on Veers, or the variety was on on the Empire Squad, and the fact that two mm-hmm. Palpatines showed up. I oh, love that. I love, love that. I the love final so game yeah. with Palpatine oh was was a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's what I said before. It was almost like watching an unstoppable force meet an immovable object. It was just. Pal's rolling all his hits, and Popa's rolling all his saves, and it was just—it was impressive, sad, amazing. All these different emotions watching that. Yeah. So it, let's be honest: if you didn't invest in the um, the the, Re- the pack, the Rebel pack, and the Imperial pack to get the heal bots, mm-hmm. you probably should because they're in every yeah. one of these lists. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, were heel they in every list everywhere. that beat you, Ben? Um. Yes, actually. Yep. Yeah, I had two, they two were. med bots. Yeah, they're they're. I was kind of poo pooing them when they first came out with how expensive they are, but they're really really good. It's it, when you pull a DT or Death Trooper back on the table because a heal bot just happened to walk around a corner. Yeah, it makes you a little sad, honestly. When so. you when you put that wound off Han, that your opponent oh. worked so hard to get there through all of his magic capeness and dodges and ducks <laughs> I, and dives I, and Chewbacca Guardian. I never killed a Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. It never happened. There was always a heel bot. It was like, "Hey, Boba, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> Slap a bandaid. <laughs> so <laughs> walk you, it off." Bet you didn't know there's a med bot in the Sarlacc pit, but there was. <laughs> but there was. Uh, so yeah, the the lists were kind of. There were a few surprises in there for the eight list, but I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, these are very close, if not exact, copies of the lists yeah. that these guys played to get to Worlds that they played yeah. at Adepticon. Yeah. So you yeah. you play what you put the reps in with. Um, I think it comes down to this game and more than a lot of other miniatures games comes less down to the lists and no more just what you can do with it. Sure. Oh, yeah, so it, it's not like I could go grab, you know, spoiler alert, Luke Cook's Imperialist and the first time I play Empire, put it on the table and expect to do really well. Right, right. Um, oh, yeah. And Yeah, it comes down to rep. And I think because the game is longer. X-Wing, yeah. you could get yep. more games into a night. You could spend mm-hmm. time playing in faster. Right. But it takes you two hours at a minimum to play a full yeah. game of this, and you've got to put uh, the repetitions into it. Also, it should be noted, uh, FFG did a great job with not just their commentary. They had, I know they had several of the community players coming on along with the mm-hmm. creators. So they had amazing commentary going on for every single game. Um, so it's really nice to see not just the devs on there, but seeing actual you know players and people that know this game really well able to come on and give commentary so it's it's really showing that they are listening to a community that is very active so that's always great to see it was really encouraging to see um and their chat was really good everyone was uh really yeah. helpful i only chatting. got to, to watch the final game but chat was so much fun 
yeah it was it was a lot of fun um again ffg had someone else on chat i think it was ryan on chat um and so they were just able really to engage the community and i thought they they just nailed it they did that really well um and then chat you know i mean we even started talking about you know possible things coming out there's a lot of speculation about the gungan armies coming out um, we were talking about what they're going to do, how how good their shields are going to be. We said that Ga- Jar Jar would be a great unit to just be thrown around there, be a really interesting commander to have, or just start shooting all around. And, yeah, and Alex Davy would drop stuff, and I'm sure he wasn't supposed to, or he would yeah. accidentally, you oh, know, yeah. it, it is a small slip of the tongue. But he told us he's working on Wave Eight right now. Right. Um, that's how far ahead of the game that he's currently working on. Right. He acknowledged that snipers were probably a little overtuned, mm-hmm. so. He didn't exactly say exactly what that meant. Maybe they're just really good for their point cost, or yeah. he enough. lamented the fact that's that they a, don't have an app. Listen, that's like, enough so for me to live on. Changing points is difficult. <laughs> yeah. We'll I mean, see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think your snipers are as big of a problem as people make them out to be, uh, especially because I took two snipers this weekend and rolled mostly blanks. I'm just saying but, they're in every list I'm looking at. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Between two and three. But those are all, it's also snapshots because, like I said, you got to get reps in from the meta back in February. Yeah. Right. That's so, fair. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see an occupier or an X34 there. Um, but I think those are definitely strong I, units. The number of heal bots from LVO to here has dramatically increased. Yep. Yes. Yes. They are much higher. Because they're really to the good. point honestly, that we're looking at slightly lower activations because of it. I but mean, that's what's going to make much. the occupier and the X thirty four to a degree, but probably the occupier so good because a heal bot is what eighteen nineteen points respectively, mm-hmm. and a repair bot which gives the same amount of wounds back to vehicles is eight or nine. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I think I think uh, I think we're going to start to see some some more heavies and some more armor come into play in the yeah. future, but. Uh, we shall speculate no more. Uh, as for the results, it was awesome. I want to say it was an even split all the way through the tournament of factions. There were four and four going in. I want to say the top cut was two and two, if I'm not mistaken. And then the finals was Rebel versus Imperial. So that's awesome. The game is in a great yeah. balance point. Nobody yeah. can cry about balance. Um, uh, Thanos, the final game different. Was, was between Orchimedes of the Notorious Scoundrels and Luke Cook. Um, who got his meal ticket on at the last chance qualifier, which was awesome at Adepticon. He, he took second place nice. um, and then took, you know, obviously did well enough to make worlds. And so he had an absolute brilliant run over a two day period. And then he did it again. Yeah. Um, so big congrats to Luke. I think he's going to be a great ambassador for the community. Um, oh, yeah. I've never seen oh, him yeah. not smiling. So <laughs> yeah, he was really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a good tournament. I was sad I couldn't be there. Sad I couldn't watch more of it. Um, but you know, some of us have to play five tournament, five game tournaments in one day, and you know, do it in two. So, let me be real honest. There's a lot of people with hair in that top eight. Is what I'm going to say. It's a bald man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hair There's a lot of, lot of men with hair on top. Hair good looking OP. hair too. I, just that's what I'm right. saying. I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> is that why my dice are bad? Yeah, because that's why, I'm bald. That's why your dice are bad. Is because you're bald. <laughs> no, ben, you know who doesn't have hair? Gungans. <laughs> they don't have hair, except for that mustachioed tentacle man. Oh yes. my gosh, you're right. How could I forget? Right. Oh no. No, no, we're not oh, going fool. here. This is nearing a two hour show. The sergeant. But ben, um, we must discuss, Ryan, we must discuss the hairstyles of the rich and famous 
Gungans. No, I'm signing us off. <laughs> what um, if Boss Nass has a great weave underneath his headdress? He probably does, to be honest. You don't know. <laughs> Long flowing locks. And yeah, he's just hiding it because he's ashamed. <laughs> we had a good show until Tim figured out he doesn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> just to add. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Stabcast. Until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski, reminding you to never ever ever play five <laughs> games in a day i'm tim hannah reminding you uh we are not officially backed by any ffg product or ffg themselves thank you <laughs> and i'm ben fowler reminding you to treat yourself at turn zero breakfast and turn seven dinner it makes legion worth it have a good night everybody <laughs> good night everybody. good night everyone <laughs>